Welcome to Two Old Ladies Walking on a Trail. We think it is the Genesee Valley Rail Trail, but we do know it's a rail trail in Rochester, New York, just off of Elmwood Avenue in the community of Brighton. We are in Rochester this weekend. Rosie will tell you more as to the causation of our being in Rochester. But I will share that it is a long, long, long drive to Rochester. It feels like Dante journeying through purgatory until you get here. Then it's very beautiful. Not to disparage upstate New York as purgatory. But there are segments of the New York State Thruway that... Uh, let's just say don't have much to look at well i love upstate new york it's just the throughway is oh my god i hear a snake do you hear that no i think that was just a, i don't know what it was oh my god it's an asp <laughs> that's a famous that's a that's crossword, a crossword puzzle, puzzle. they love the asp <laughs> but we're up here in rochester for the 40th spaghetti reunion um, what that means is there were a, there are a group of friends I have, we all met when we were resident advisors or RAs at the University of Rochester. And I, I, we're pausing because there's this dog and I'm afraid of dogs. <laughs> pausing at the dog that's off leash. Um, and every year we've been getting together at, uh, there's five of us all together. Four of us were RAs and one was our boss, the resident advisor. And we've been getting together every year for a spaghetti dinner at one of our houses, and we spend the weekend together. So the, the event has grown as partners and children have added the, to, uh, to the mix, and when everyone is here, there are 13 of us now. So in honor of the 40th get-together, um, we chose, the host chose to meet up where it all began here in Rochester. How do you feel about coming uh, to this reunion, Liz, as what we call an addendum? <laughs> First, I want to clarify that I do love upstate New York. It's so gorgeous. It's only the lengthy, lengthy, lengthy throughway with few rest areas that I'm commenting on. Though New York has excellent infrastructure. Thank you, Governor Hochul. But how do I feel about... Well, I would say that one, they're very nice. They're an exceptionally nice group of people so that when you meet them, they really are welcoming and friendly and they don't act like you're new to the group, which is really quite lovely. I think it's a really good trait of people to be able to sort of welcome you in a way where you, you feel included. Inclusiveness is a good thing. Um, and Rochester, as you know, Though I grumble and complain about driving to Rochester, um, it's really beautiful. Rochester is very, very beautiful, underrated, I think, city of New York. People don't realize how pretty it is. And, um, of course, it has my favorite store. I'm not quite answering your question. <laughs> Henrietta Antiques, which is the really fabulous thrift store, antique store. I'm glad that you feel comfortable here. That group is really very, very good about making uh, new people feel like you've always been part of the group. Yeah, yes. and uh, and I'm Italian. I love spaghetti. Yes, and things have changed over the years in terms of diets. You know, we once all ate 
meatballs and sausage, uh, pork based. And over the years, we started to integrate turkey products instead of pork. And then the pork was eliminated altogether. And now, um, let's see, one, two, three, four, five out of the 13 don't eat meat at all. So we've always had this vegetarian, what we call heart healthy sauce, in addition to the sauce that's made with the meat in it. And the sauce is always cooked by two of the group members, Jeff and Chris, who will never divulge their secret recipe. And um, the rest of us help with the supporting rolls of the meal, side dishes, setting the table and so forth. And today we're gonna to be going back to the University of Rochester for a private tour, because some people in the group haven't been back to campus in a while. Liz and I were just there a month ago. <laughs> yes, yes. For our reunion, our 40th yes. reunion. So in some respects, Liz knows the campus better than some people in the group. <laughs> and I love Frederick Douglass. He's one of my favorite Americans. And as you know, Frederick Douglass is from Rochester. I lived in Rochester. But I do have to comment on the delicious food that has been prepared for us. And I'm so looking forward to the spaghetti tonight. But as you know, I received some very somber news that my cholesterol is dangerously high. So I must go on a vegan diet. It's the only way to lower my genetically high cholesterol. And I have to say that the food last night there was great um, preparation and attention to those of us who are eating a plant-based diet. And we had a delicious tofu in this really lovely sauce. And there was only one temptation I experienced when they brought out a perfectly baked and perfectly crafted carrot cake. It looked <laughs> like something Prue from that famous show would bake. And it was so... You know, some people are, have the temptation of sex. Some people have the temptation of drugs. But I have the temptation of food. And when I saw that carrot cake, I felt like it was like whispering, come hither, come hither. But I could, didn't eat it. I resisted. I said, get thee away, get thee away. Anyway, I just had well, to share I'm that. Well, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. We do have good choices here, but sometimes it's hard to make the good choices when the bad choices are sitting six inches away. Yeah. Or I shouldn't say bad. No food is bad. Less healthy. Well, it's not, <laughs> and it could be a good choice, but if you, it depends on your genetic propensities. But it was like the most beautiful carrot cake I think I've ever seen. Uh-oh, there it is again, the snake. That's a chipping sparrow. <laughs> oh, my goodness, it's the asp. It's I think. <laughs> we all know my just my identification of birds is uh, limited to about 12 species so um, but it is a great group and I think it's a reminder of um, to keep long-term friends takes a little work you have to make a commitment to the the dates and that's uh, you know knowing that we're going to get together every year and even though a lot of us in this group don't see each other other than for this event. I do admire the group's um, commitment to finding a date that works, even though from last year to this year was uh, over a year, it was like a year and four months or something, but, but it worked. And, um, and it's one of those groups that when you get back together with them, you feel like you just left off where, uh, where you were you know, last time you were together. Yeah. So I value that a lot. Um, 
especially as I get older. And, and you you're know, pretty good at it, too. There's a lot of people who will say, let's get together, let's get together. But they won't actually attempt to, like, set up a time or when you reach out to them, they're not available. And, and it's just nice when you do find friends that do make time. Yes, and you're very good at it. Like, when we, uh, you recently moved into my town, the town that I live in. And, um, and you know, we'll go to the gym and as Rosie's leaving the gym, they're like, bye, Rosie, bye, Rosie, and what's your name? But there's only one place where they know my name more than Rosie's, and that's Bible study, because yes. I go every week to Bible study, and they do know my name in Bible study, and then they say, bye, Liz, bye, Liz, what's your name? What's your name to Rosie? And I like knowing that, like, I'm trying to make more of an effort to actually introduce myself to people that I see on a regular basis, like... One of these days, I'm going to ask the towel lady her name at the gym because I see her every single time I go, and I always say good morning, and she says good morning, but I don't know what her name is. I don't expect her to remember my name, but be nice. It's just like nice. makes it more of a connection. I think what you're saying is really important. Uh, I know I have a, a dear friend, a boss, and I make a point. I ask him every month to have lunch. We have our lunch date of the month. And he always says yes. I say, boss, can we meet on this day? And he never says no. And I really appreciate that. And you have really good outings together, really long outings, right? We have long outings because he's very wise and he provides great guidance. I just want to comment that this is a very beautiful trail. It is, um, has a nice balance of nature and a small town, even though Rochester is a city, a community feel. We're walking by some kind of athletic field on one side. I can't tell if that's a school or a, there's like a domed kind of arena. You might hear some new birds that I'm going to dare say are European starlings because I hear them at our post office in Mount Kisco. And Merlin, the Merlin app told me they're European starlings. And the sun is out, so that feels I'm nice. a real sun lover and warmth lover. And I'm happy it's out because two days ago, and I didn't tell you this when I checked the weather. Oh, no. It said 50% chance. No, it went up to 60% chance of rain, of snow showers. Oh, Lord. But knowing Rochester, I said, that could change. I'm yeah. not going to say anything. It's interesting because I've lived in New York my entire <laughs> life. I was born in New York, and I love New York, but... Um, I hate being cold. I hate the cold. And, of course, Rochester can, I'm sure, be very, very cold. But now we're passing, like, a greenhouse, a little, little, I don't know. I think I got the sense, look, at this is definitely a school, and it almost reminds me of maybe a private school or something. Like really they have a garden, school. like a Waldorf school, maybe. Oh, I love the Waldorf I'm schools. just guessing because we have no idea, of course. But it uh, looks like quite a facility. Yeah, what a nice school. The path is nice because it's kind of like the Ashokan Rail Trail, and that is that fine gravel. So it's soft on the joints, which old ladies appreciate. Old ladies like. Yeah. And, well, there are, there are some, there are a lot of people on the trail bike, well, biking. I, we haven't passed that yet. But dogs, running with dogs, but not always dogs on leashes. And though I love dogs, I'm also afraid of dogs. There it is, the Harley School. Oh, they have a... Oh, the heart, the, they have, well, I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to look it up. We'll have to look it up. That would make sense. So what are... And if you hear the highway 
to our right is uh, Interstate 590. So uh, we are between, we are on a trail between Monroe Avenue and Interstate 590. So um, like I said, we think it's the Genesee, part of the Genesee Valley Trail Network, but we're kind of nowhere close to the river. So we could be completely wrong. We could be wrong. But it's very nice. And uh, if you find out that it's called something different, we'll be sure to issue a correction. (laughs) But remember, go to Henrietta Antiques. And I do want to comment about the Tibet thrift store from our last oh, podcast. Right. Tell them about what our big find there, too. First of all, the Tibet th- thrift store was fabulous. What good prices and supporting the Tibet Center is so important. Um, but we went and we found four beautiful oak chairs for our dining room table. And I think what I want to emphasize is that when you thrift, you recycle and you reuse. And in this case, these beautiful oak chairs, which we recycled, um, prevent them from being stuffed in a landfill. And um, it's wood. Wood is, I mean, it was a gorgeous wood chair. Beautiful, beautifully finished with multiple layers of lacquer to make them shiny and protected. So, uh, and it was no small feat that we got all four chairs into the back of my Subaru Legacy, yeah. you know, with, which is a sedan, and uh, on top of what I already had in the trunk. Yes. Um, we were very proud of ourselves and happy not to have to have gone back for the other chairs that we couldn't fit. So, Well, we were patient. I think it was quite a challenge to get these chairs into the car because they had such high backs. But we did make it work, but we took, put them in, we took them out, we put them in, we took them out until we had it just right. But um, it's really, if you go to, towards the Ashokan Rail Trail, if you walk on the Ashokan Rail Trail and you go to the Phoenicia Diner, be sure to stop at the Tibet Thrift Store because it's a hidden gem. In West Hurley, New York. In, is that the town? Yes, possibly into, into the Kingston uh, border, depending on exactly where it is, but it's not far from the thruway. I want to say less than 10 minutes from Very the thruway. And don't forget Henrietta Antiques. This, this episode is brought to you by Henrietta Antiques. They don't know it yet, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I have to say, um, Liz has introduced me to the joys of vintage and thrift stores. And this would, I think, be kind of a cross between a vintage and an antique. I think it really What's is the difference? vintage. Well, I will just say the greatest find I've ever found in a thrift, in an antique thrift or vintage store was at Henrietta. For all of you Steve McQueen fans out there, Steve McQueen was in a movie called Bullet. And in Bullet, it is the longest car chase that ever occurred in a film. And the Bullet car, a little Ravel, like matchbook kind of car, was... We're stopped at a crosswalk. I don't know if this truck's going to stop because he's not. No, no. Well, we also didn't turn on the warning lights. Yeah, my goodness. <laughs> that truck would have taken down two old ladies walking. And two old ladies walking the, would have had one and a half podcasts. <laughs> one and a half. But anyway, so I'm in the Henrietta Antique Store, and there is a little replica, a tiny replica of the car that Steve McQueen drove in Bullet. And it said the bullet car. And oh my goodness, 
Anyway, what is the difference? I think a thrift store is a store where people are bringing items that they don't use anymore. And rather than placing those items in a landfill, they become available for other people who can still make good use of these clothes or chairs or whatever. A vintage store, in my humble opinion, would be items that um, have, I guess, a sentimental or they're like memorabilia. Like, for example, um, if you loved, as I did, the monkeys, um, and you see a monkey's lunchbox, that would probably be more vintage because it has a, it has a moment in history that you can't find anymore. Like, my beloved, if you're out there, Mickey Dolans, I love you. I'm your number one fan. And um, an antique store would be these items that are highly valuable, I guess, that, that people, they're not only old or used, but they have sort of inherent worth and value because even in their time, they were exceptionally well-crafted. I tend more towards thrift and vintage. Yeah, I agree. And, and Jai, I've learned a lot about how stores are set up from going to these shops with you, that some of them have like little bays that each seller rents and puts all of their stuff in and you can just go from like bay to bay to see what each person has. And in the case of Henrietta Antiques, uh, each person has a cabinet with glass doors. And I really like that because, well, to be honest, I'm susceptible to dust (laughs) and sneezing, I'm allergic. But um, it's nice that their things are protected from the dust because of the glass doors. And everything is very well lit in each of those cases. Yeah, so yeah. the it's aisles and aisles, I don't know, I want to say a dozen aisles, maybe. Yeah, and, so. um, and then if you're, if you're a person you're shopping with wants a little more time, but you're done, there's chairs up front to go sit in that I know well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, oh, the trail curves around here. I thought it was going to stop, but it's kind of nice. It keeps going. Yeah. So, um, we're behind a Whole Foods. We're behind <laughs> some food district so store. I'm sure I saw it uh, on the way back from the airport last night. But, but yes. Anyway, what do you think you're going to... We're going to be going to lunch at the Genesee Brew House. Right. What do you think you might get when you're there? Because, you know, uh, being that your vegan cholesterol again. is dangerously yeah, high. Yeah, dangerously high. I feel like every time I see something with cholesterol, I feel like the Grim Reaper is, is like whispering, come hither, come hither. But um, I was a vegan back in the 90s, actually late 80s and 90s for five years. But back in that time period, I had very noble reasons for being a vegan. I um, There had been a terrible drought in Africa, and I read a book by the influential ethicist Peter Singer called Animal Liberation. And in the book, he spoke about how if grains that fed people went directly if grains that fed animals went directly to people, there would be no world hunger. And I felt ethically I had to be vegan and I did it perfectly for five years. And then when I became pregnant with my first child, I, back in that time period, I worried that I wasn't getting enough nutrients, yada, yada. But now I have no choice because it's the only time in my life where my cholesterol is not dangerously high. So um, what am I going to eat? First of all, I think it's a very beautiful restaurant, and it's a very beautiful part of Rochester. And fortunately, your daughter is there who is vegan. And 
So I just like look at Nina. It's like that life commercial. Will Mikey eat the cereal? <laughs> so I look at Nina. And if she's eating it, then I know I can. But I think the option, the only vegan option is um, a veggie burger. Yeah. So I'll have a, smart a veggie choice. burger. But and I think I, they make it themselves. I will just interject. It's easier to be vegan today because they're, they have the V on the food. Yes. The V. And I didn't have that back in the day. And also, they have hummus everywhere. Hummus at the rest stop. Hummus in the supermarket. Hummus and even CVS. And of wow, course, CVS. Yeah, CVS has hummus. And you know, you I love. You know, I love my coupons. I'm a couponer, and I love my CVS coupons. So, oh my goodness. Now, I would like to actually add that you really haven't seen. Uh, educated consumerism at its best until you've seen Liz and a CVS. You know, I really because maximize. she knows how to use those coupons and you could go in and a $37 tab could be down to $25, $23 Absolutely. after her various coupons. And uh, she signed me up, not literally, but I made sure that I was uh, on board for all of those. And now when I get a 40% off coupon for CVS, I feel like I'm in an elite club with Liz. <laughs> and the key is, and I know most people don't do this with couponing, particularly online couponing, I load every coupon. I load every coupon. Even diapers. Everything. Because first you never know, maybe the church is having a diaper drive. True. And I have my coupons. Or maybe you get an unexpected bout of poison ivy, and I have my coupon for calamine lotion. So I think that the people, especially in these online times, coupon download your coupons download every single coupon because you never know when you might need that coupon that's good advice it, yes it's excellent because you know what they say or ben said a penny saved is a penny earned yes on a completely unrelated note yes, and i don't yes. know why this came into my mind except that we're in upstate new york which i, I love i love upstate i read an article Look, it just keeps getting prettier and prettier, this trail. Well, we're about to cross another street, so there'll be a little road noise. And but this time, pallet. we're going to turn on the... Uh, the what? The we're going to turn on the warning lights. It says we're crossing, so people know that they yeah, have yeah, to stop they're not for us. stopping for beans. But this is a very nice trail. Here, press the button. Oh, look, oh, they're they actually stopping. Thank you. Maybe she no. touched it on the other side. It's got it because there's a baby. Anyway, I read this article in the New York Times that... Wait, that's the end of the trail, I think. Oh, is that somebody's driveway? <laughs> that's a driveway. We can't go there. I guess we're going to be turning around. Let's go a little further. Let's see. Maybe... Oh, maybe it does curve. Maybe it curves. But anyway, I read this article about Dr. Ruth. Oh, oh about loneliness. Yes, I read it, too. Yes, and she went to Governor Kathy Hochul and said, I would like to be New York State's first ambassador for loneliness. Yeah, so important. And she had a very convincing uh, statement as to why this should be developed. You're right, the trail is continuing. See, Good. ye of little faith. <laughs> trail I faith. have less faith. <laughs> but I thought that was interesting and particularly, first of all, she's 95. Her husband died 26 years ago. Yeah. Um, and but there has been an increase in loneliness, particularly um, during the pandemic. Um, I've written about this for some of my work that um, when Zooms and whatnot cropped up during COVID uh, and people got used to being at home yeah. um, and then it was time to go out again or it was safe to go out again, 
And some people aren't so eager to go out again, older people. Right, right. Especially if they have health issues. And um, isolation can be just as damaging to your health as, as um, other things like a bad diet or smoking. Yeah, it's uh, true. In terms of, uh, you know, when you're, when you're isolated, you might be less likely to be physically active and so forth. So I think it was really great. And who better than Dr. Ruth to be the ambassador? And so I hope she's around for, a, you know, a while longer to kind of promote that cause. And I ha- I'm going to go back to what you're saying, but I just have to comment. There's a fez. And I love the Fez. The Fez is from the Ottoman Empire. And we're in front of a truck that says Basha, Basha Mediterranean, Mediterranean Eatery. Eatery. And we, I'm Basha Mediterranean. Med. Ethnically. And you're Mediterranean. And who doesn't like falafel hummus? And now I'm going to dare say it like Rosie would say it. Baba Hanoush. Baba Hanoush. <laughs> oh, yes. In fact, I was talking. Well, I don't want to get off the loneliness topic before we move right, on to so the next topic. I want to comment. Did you have something yes. else? I, as you know, belong to a... Uh, I, I practice transcendental meditation. I am in a Buddhist Sangha. I attend my Bible study at the Episcopal Church. And I'm leading a meditation at the library. And uh, I will say that community is very important. Um, it's humans, you know, we forget that for most of our history as a species, we were hunters and gatherers living in small communities and migrating together. And actually, it should be called gatherers and hunters because women contributed more calories. Um, But, uh, and we walked a lot, obviously, moved a lot. We weren't really meant to sit for long periods of time, and we weren't meant to be alone for long periods of time. But there are many reasons why people are alone. And sometimes it's because, unfortunately, other people haven't been so nice. So I think really one thing that I think I would say is that it's important to be in communities that instill good values of kindness, love, and peace. And even when we've been imperfect in our lives, to realize we can try again and do it better. And um, so, yes, I think that community is very important, as particularly as a person who's retired. Community is critical because, um, you know, I love knitting and I love walking but you need people. What is that song? People People who who need need people people are the the luckiest people people of all. all. And Barbara has a new biography. Memoir out, 920 pages. Yeah, and we love Barbara. We do love Barbara Streisand. And she said soft S. And I love Funny Girl. Not Funny Girl. She was in Funny Girl. No, no, the one I like is with, uh, What's Up Doc? That's my favorite Barbara. What's Up Doc? I love it. I love What's Up Doc. I love the that Chinatown car chase Those were scene. funny. The Owl and the Pussycat. All those comedies she did back then. I thought funny. I thought, not funny. I keep saying funny girl. Because that's because I love Omar Sharif. But I think uh, What's Up Doc, am I getting that right? Yeah. It was just like Doc? a great, great movie. I could watch it a hundred times. I used to love um, the soundtrack to Funny Girl long before I saw the movie. Yeah. These people who lived up the street from me, two houses up the street when I was growing up, had... Um, had the vinyl record and I would babysit for them so that they I could listen to the record after their kids went to sleep and I learned every lyric to every song so it was a real joy when I finally got to see the movie because you know back then you had to wait for it to come on tv there was no VHS or streaming 
So uh, it's a long movie. I think it's one of those movie musicals that has an intermission built into the movie. Yeah. Because if you saw it in the theater, it would give people smoking and bathroom breaks. Well, and that's because I don't think Omar Sharif was ever in a movie that didn't have an intermission. He was that good. That's true, Dr. You could Chicago. Watch him, you could watch him for seven hours and still want to sit through more watching of him. He's still around, isn't is he? Is he? Oh, my God. He's the most handsome man in America sure after Mickey Dolan's. <laughs> so, well, we're hitting the end of our usual allotted podcast time. How did you enjoy this trail so far? Well, like I said, every time I'm traveling to Rochester, I'm like, oi, it's so, oi vey, it's so long. But every time I arrive in Rochester, I'm like, this is awesome. I want to live in Rochester. I want to go to Henrietta Antique. But this trail did not disappoint. I give this trail a five out of five. Excellent. I liked it too, especially since we didn't realize it was so close to the house we're renting for. Spag, as we call it, Spag 40. And um, it's nice to get a little walking before the formal group activities of the day. And uh, we're really looking forward to hanging out with the group for the rest of the weekend and taking care of our various traditions. So, well, listeners, we hope that you're having a great Saturday, too, wherever you are. And uh, tune in next time for our... A next trail walk. And and wear the fez. I love Ataturk, but he abolished the fez. And I say, bring back the fez and eat falafel. It's healthy. Chickpeas are healthy. Okay, listeners. Ciao, ciao. <laughs> ciao, ciao.